A lot can happen in the world. What do we do? Who do we turn to? How do we handle it? Welcome to the Situation Room on Active FM. Hebrews 4 verse 12a, for the word of God is alive and active. You've got to understand, we've, we've been talking about the concepts for the word, which are logos and rhema. And the logos is like, it's the content, it's the definition of an idea. The, the rhema is when you get a revelation, okay, and um, you apply it, you, you put it into action. And that's what Jesus was saying in Matthew 7, 26 and 27, but everyone who has his words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. And yesterday we, we used the example of the farmer. I mean, imagine a farmer on a piece of land, and he's got this big shed, you know, or this big barn, and it's full of seed. And the, 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 the field there is, is unplowed. That guy can go even right into that barn. He can get onto his knees. He can pray to Almighty God and say, Please bless me with an overflow. Please give me an abundant harvest. But unless he takes that seed and he plants it in the ground, there's no harvest coming. And it's exactly the same with the word. If you don't apply the word of God in your life, there's going to be no change in your life. It's not going to have any effect. Now, 1 Peter 1 verse 23. Peter says this, For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. So, in other words, the Word of God is the seed. And, and, and that's why we were using the farming example yesterday. The Word of God is a seed, like a seed goes into the ground and then germinates and produces a harvest. The seed goes into your heart when it's received, when you believe it. Okay? And it germinates and it produces a harvest. Now, there's a guy by the name of um, Heraclitus. And he's a philosopher from Ephesus around 560 B.C., and he believed that all things are in a constant state of motion. He said that if everything is moving all the time, how come there is no, um, no chaos around us? The answer to his question was that um, everything that exists is an expression of divine logos. In other words, it's, it's the divine word of God. Everything that exists came out of the mouth of God. And so everything that happens... Um, is because of this Logos. This Logos is the judge, and it is the truth. Now, the, 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 the Logos, the Word of God, is not inferior to God's mind. All right? The Word of God is incredibly powerful, incredibly important. If you look at John chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So the Word, the word is God. Okay? It's God in action. And... That Logos is not inferior to God's mind. And what you need to realize, the mind of God holds together this world and holds every human being together. That's why even Colossians chapter 1, the, the, the Bible says that Jesus is holding everything together. That's how important the word is. It doesn't matter what deception is going on in the world. It doesn't matter what evil is going on in the world. It doesn't matter how many people are unsaved or anything like that. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, the bottom line is this. God is holding everything together. You have to get that. You have to grapple with that. You have to understand it. He's holding everything together. And he's given you his word. 
He's given you his word so that your life can be transformed. If you apply that word, your life will be transformed. First of all, if you accept the word as in Jesus, as your Lord and Savior, your eternity is transformed. Okay, you go from being destined to an eternity in the lake of fire to an eternity in heaven with, with the Lord Jesus as, and you'll be ruling and reigning with him. That is the power of the word. Now, in looking at the world and looking at the circumstances, even in looking at things like this coronavirus pandemic and all of these sorts of things, you have to understand this. <clears throat> the word of God is supreme. The word of God reigns over the coronavirus. The word of God reigns over the corruption that happens in the world. The word of God reigns over everything. Whether people admit um, or, or acknowledge the authority of the word, acknowledge the authority of God, whether they acknowledge Jesus as their Lord and Savior or not, doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the word of God reigns supreme. And this is what I want you to understand, and this is what I want you to grab hold of today. The word of God reigns supreme. So if, as in our declaration, you take the word and you eat it, and it becomes who you are, and it rules your heart, it will transform your life. And so we say our declaration together. Let's say it together. Repeat after me. Say, God gave me his word through a book. I ate it. And my life has been transformed. I mean, come on, let's just say it once more. But I want you to say it with passion. Say, God gave me his word through a book. I ate it. And my life has been transformed. We're going to pray together a prayer that's related to that declaration. Just repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Come to me today through the power and beauty of your word. Teach me to love and to obey it faithfully every day. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Jim.